Hey, EC4G family, make sure you check out this podcast, EC4G Thoughts and Expressions, every Monday and Friday with an option of Wednesday. Make sure that you subscribe and share. Thanks. So hello EC4G Thoughts and Expression family, EC4G fam, every creation for God because we are all his creation and everything that we should be doing should be for him. I'm coming to you guys uh, with a a little bit of a scattered message today. I don't know exactly where the spirit is going to lead me. I'm in the process currently of recording for YouTube as I record for you all and if you're not privy to what uh, my YouTube channel is it is EC4G Life, so go and check that out. <clears throat> I got a little incense burning right now, you know, a little cleansing for my soul right now, breathing it in <sighs> and trying to breathe out the stressors. I got my, you know, I got my vibe set. I got the background, you know, relaxing, you know, uh, music, and then I got my little, you know, my candle going. Just trying to create a vibe for myself right now. Trying to get this done before the kiddos are ready to be picked up from school. And trying to get it out to you all because I'm running a little bit late. So my apologies. Mom life, wife life, my life. And and it is what it is. But let's just, you know, as I was telling EC4G Life family, I had already written a message that I was going to give to you guys today and I still may possibly do it uh, depending on what, what God says however I kind of wanted to like talk about what I've been seeing a lot and hearing a lot in the media this week and I hope that you guys uh, will listen along with me you know Friday's free day free freestyle Friday that's just what it's going to be today okay So I'm all over the place, but what I wanted to talk about, I'm going to try to take some notes while I talk to you guys, just because my memory sucks and I want to be able to remember what it is that, um, I want to talk to you guys about. So bear with your girl. So today, I know this is a show that's a little bit older, but it came up on my feed when I was YouTube surfing today. And um, it was a show, I don't even know if it's still on the air, to be honest with you guys, um, but it's called, uh, the show is called Seven Year Switch. And if you've never heard of that, I'm pretty sure that you've heard of um, trading, what is it called? Wife Swap, that show that was on a, a, a while ago, I think like decades, maybe about 10, 15 years ago, there was a show called Wife Swap that was on. And seven year switches is, is follows along the same line, the same thought process, same processing, except for uh, the couples is four different couples. They switch off their spouses um, for two weeks and they see what well, the reason the premise for it is, is that they're all on the verge of divorce and they're trying to determine if they actually want to go through with um, if they want to continue to try to make their relationship stronger or if they want to go ahead and just go their separate ways. Uh, and for some reason, they believe, the the um, counselors on the show believe that 
switching off a wife swapping, husband swapping for this period of time is supposed to give you this big, deep revelation as to how important or unimportant, unimportant your relationship is. And um, hopefully they, they believe that it will bring you guys more united, more, you know, committed to your relationship. And my husband and I were, we were sitting and we were watching the show and why the way that society thinks now about the, the union of marriage is, is almost as though it's a joke now. And I don't care how you dress it up. You know, I, I believe the spirit that the, the people, the, the counselors on the show, they were trying to do what they felt was best. But I just keep thinking about the union of marriage. And both me and my husband was like, you know, if you ever wanted to go on the show, it would just be done. And neither one of us would do it. And this is not trying to pass judgment on um, anybody. Um, it's just... When did marriage become laughable? When did it become something that you just play with? To me, and this is my own personal opinion, I'm entitled to it as all, all you know all of you are, but to me it's like here it is. You have stood before minister, priest, pastor and you have committed yourself to one another in the sight of God. And hopefully the seriousness of that resonated with you where you not only attached yourself and committed yourself to your husband or your wife, but you also um, realized how important it was to bring God in the middle of that union as well. Right. But to, <laughs> it's just, I, I say to myself, where does the trust in God come? When, if you're going to get married, and, and I hope that all of you that choose to will one day get married. <clears throat> but if you're going to get married and you believe in God as I do, and you know God as I do, because God is real, whether you believe it or not, he is real. But what? And to answer me this, people of Christ, answer me this, EC4G family, if you're bringing God in the middle of your marriage, what role is he supposed to play? And I ask that question because when you run into marital problems, a lot of times people start turning to friends, myself included. I've done that. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to anymore. Um, but some, you know, at one point, I, anytime, and this was before I was, um, even married to my husband, but he, you know, whenever I would get into uh, a funk or a mix with, with my now husband or even, you know, previous boyfriend, I was on the phone talking to my friend, telling her everything that went down, you know, and when you do that, I, honestly, you have to ask yourself, what spirit are you doing that with? Because <clears throat> are you doing that because you need a shoulder or are you doing that because you need uh, validation that your point of view in the midst of your conflict is correct so that you could 
you know, try to stand on what you're saying instead of just trying to find a resolve with the person that you are with, right? But, you know, oftentimes, like I said, when you get into, and this is not just for married people, but this is for married people. I'm speaking for married people because there's, when you are married, there is, like I said, it's not just you and him. It is you, him, you, her, and, and God. So, you know, it's, it's a binding thing and you don't have that when you are just dating or when you are in a relationship there's a very very significant shift that occurs once you say I do <clears throat> that should not be trivial trivialized at all but like I said most people they turn to their um they want to turn to their friends they want to turn to their family they want to turn to tv you know they look at for me, I'm a huge romance buff, okay? I love romantic comedies. I, I love love. I love, 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 love. Do you understand me? So, you know, we'll turn to TV. We'll turn to, pro, you know, it's so many different avenues that we'll look to to try to solve uh, solve issues within your marriage. And nobody's marriage is the same, nor is anybody's problems the same. They may have common factors but nobody's is exactly the same so to look to someone else for the resolve is not the best answer that's why i said when you are married and you run into conflict who do you turn to do you turn to media do you turn to friends do you turn to family do you turn to other the lives of others as a roadmap to how you should handle your situation or do you turn to Christ if God is in the midst in the middle of your relationship when are you going to allow him to be in the middle and in the midst of your relationship it's a real question you know and oftentimes we lose sight of that oftentimes I think that People, you know, not unintentionally, but, you know, you say that, that, oh, yeah, God is the center of my relationship, blah, 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 and everything. But it is a blah, 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 blah. It's just something to say. No, you need to let it resonate in your system, right? So here it is, this, these couples on here, they switch off. Like I said, it was four couples. They switched off um, spouses for two weeks. They went and lived in each other's homes. Uh, a couple of the couples before, of course, before, well, not even a couple, all of the couples before they left uh, to go and stay with the their new spouses, you know, had laid down ground rules of what they were going to, um, what was not to be done, what can be done, what was permissible, what was not permissible. Um, a lot of couples, I think all four of them, I'm not completely sure, but um, spoke about making sure that you do not sleep in the same bed with the with the other person. No infidelity, no no sleeping or anything sexual, anything like that. You know, what you would expect for them to say. However, did they all hold to that? No, they did not. And that's where the, the laws of attraction come in. And that's where temptation comes in. And I just don't understand, honestly... There are so many different temptations when I was about to say, when you step out your door, when you step out your door, because nowadays it's become a trend where it's a thing to be a side chick. 
it's a thing to be a dude on the side. You know, they it's being glamorized and all it's just it's 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 crazy to me, you guys. It really is. It's crazy to me that nowadays in this in this uh, this world that we live in, rather than upholding and staying true and pushing marriage and and you know being faithful and loving one one person and giving and sharing your life with one person and building and creating you know positivity and god fearing you know family rather than pushing that agenda everybody is like oh no i could be a side chick and i ain't got to worry about uh excuse me you guys i could be a side chick i don't have to worry about having the responsibilities of doing the things that a girlfriend would do and he'll break me off because he don't want her knowing about me like why why i, I don't I, it's just you guys i don't understand it i don't understand it why cheapen the essence of who god made you to be the brilliance of your mind the brilliance of your body the brilliance of what god put in you to be for the world why cheapen that by cheapening how someone receives you how someone experiences you why not see yourself as worth the weight and worth the hustle to show them to for them to show you that you know you're all they need i don't understand that you guys i don't i don't get it and on the flip side you know for decades and decades and decades, guys have gotten off on being able to say or think that it's, it's cool to, you know, um, be players and cheat and have multiple women or, you know, yeah, I slept with her and her cousin and all those things, which is so asinine to me. But I, I'm not going to even say that's a man thing. That is a male thing. That's a, that is a clear, clear difference between being a man with a man, a man mentality and being a male, you know, can't nobody take away from the fact that you are born a man or you were born a male at birth. They typically assign, depending on your genitalia, if you are a female or if you are a male, they do not say on the birth certificate, man, they do not say on the birth certificate, woman, or they always say female or male. You were born a male. You were born a female. However, the mentality that you take on determines whether you grow from being a male, from growing from being a male, a boy, to growing into being a man, into manhood. And the same thing with women. Just because you turn a certain age does not deem you to be a woman. And just because you turn a certain age or you knock down a, a, a bunch of chicks does not make you a man. Nor does your pocketbook. Okay, well, I got all this in the bank. And it, what? And then that's a whole nother topic. And I know I'm all over the place today with you guys. But like I said, this is like Freestyle Friday. I just, it's so many different things I've seen. And I just wanted to get them all off. So bear with me as I, as I scatter all over the place, okay? I'm having a spaghetti thought today. Okay, uh, everything is weaving together and it's coming out how it comes out. But <clears throat> I'm saying to myself, why do people base, I, you know, I am not, I'm not a monetary person. I'm not somebody that's just like, oh, okay, yeah, money makes me. No, 
experience makes me, life experiences, the journey, you know, that's where my mindset is at. However, I don't understand now, and I'm not going to, Lord help me. This society's grasp on the importance of money is so heart-wrenching to me that a man can sit up there because he feels like he has all this money. I see all these 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 men now online talking about how much money they have and, and, and flashing it all over the place, big wads of cash and stuff, which to me is stupid in itself. You're setting yourself up to be hit. You're setting yourself to have somebody try to scheme on you and take like don't have a wealth mentality you guys side note please have a wealth mentality and not a rich mentality rich is always trying to do this and flash and show off and everything like that have a wealthy mentality if you're gonna have it meaning have the person yeah i got it i got that and i got this but I don't need to show it because I know who I am. I know what I got. There's no need to flash it. My countenance says it. And and speaking on that, I was talking again with my husband because we talk all the time. And we were, talk, we were talking along these lines. And one clear thing I said to him was, his father, may he rest easy before he passed was very comfortable okay and this man was not flashy he was cool i mean one of the he was just chill you know his whole vibe was chill you know what i'm talking about and this man (laughs) he would uh just to see him walk i was telling him and i was laughing i was like just to see him walk he wouldn't have to say a word just to see him walk by and he would but most times when you would see his father, most times when you would see his father, same with my father, both of our parents, which is funny, side note, both of our parents had the same name. How crazy is that, right? And uh, even more crazy than that uh, is that his father was going to name him after him. And it would be another time, another story, you guys. But anyway. Both of our parents were, both of our fathers were pretty decent, you know, comfortable in their living, right? Neither one of them wore flashy stuff. Like I said, with his father, most of the times when you would see him, he was in like a warrior shirt, some jeans, you know, some casual shoes, you know, nothing flashy, just lounging, lounge wear. But just his countenance, just his walk, and I, I promise you guys this, just to see him walk by, you knew he had no worries. He knew he had it. <laughs> he knew he had it. And you could see it. You could see it. That's wealth. That's a wealthy mindset. That's where he was at. You know what I'm talking about? If you got it, you ain't got to flaunt it. If you got it, you just got it. And it's most most times it's smarter to not flaunt it, right? But anyway, I just, I just had to say that because that just drives me crazy to see guys constantly like oh yeah and and then to feel like okay because I got it that means you have to prove to me that you're worth my time just because you have money money does not equate character at all money can expose character but it does not equal character okay 
And I'm going to say that again because I really want that to resonate for the men or women that are so motivated and thinking that they're above people because of how much money they have. Money does not equal character. It exposes character. And I hope that it exposes positive, God-fearing character in whoever is listening to this, okay? But yeah, it's like people nowadays, you guys, seem to think that it's okay to sit up there and brag about being to about being you know on the side like there's nothing there's nothing to be glad that's no there's nothing to be proud of that's nothing to be proud of you know and you know you live and you learn i'm i i'm not gonna pass i'm not passing judgment on anybody i just want you guys to understand come on now people come on you know my even myself you know exposing my truths so that you know the devil can't try to expose and and do it when I was younger I unbeknownst to me initially was involved with somebody that told me he was a totally different age than what he was told me that (laughs) he didn't have children you know we were both going to college together Um, I knew that he was older than me but I did not know that he was as old he was significantly older than me than what he was Um, I think at the time when I met him, uh, I think I was, I was in my early twenties, early, early twenties. I I can't remember 21, 22, something like that. Very young. And he told me that he was only like maybe six years older than me. And then come to find out he was 14 years older than 14, 14, 15 years older than me, had children. And then eventually I found out had a wife too, you know, and he made sure, I mean, I was young and dumb and naive. I believed everything that he said. I didn't, I did not have a lot of experience in relationships, but you know, um, he exposed me to stuff that I wasn't expected to be exposed to. And I was like, I was happy, you know? And then when I found out that he, you know, we had been together for, I think, over a year, once I found out that he was married and everything, I was all locked and loaded and involved. It felt like I thought that I was in love, you know, and it was hard to walk away from that. He was he like I said, he being older, he exposed me to to different things that I wasn't expecting, you know, but I never bragged about being a side chick because I never considered myself to be a side chick. And the reason why I say that is because I did not know that he was married. And then when I did know he was married, I I discontinued our relationship. And then again, me being a fool, when he told me that he was no longer with her, that they had completely separated, I gave it another shot only to find out that he was lying. And it was just girls, I acted a plum fool. Do you hear me? I acted a plum fool. But you know what I did do? And this is how good God is. And this is how God brings everything around. And Lord knows when I got on here today, I did not think I was going to be exposing this truth. But it's necessary. Because when you hold things in the dark, the enemy tries to use that to hurt you. And I am a daughter of the Almighty and I am going to reflect his light, okay? So let me tell you how good God was. 
So what ended up happening was, um, like I said, early, I always knew about God, but did not, did not seek him out as fervently as I do now. I went and I visited a church when I went to go visit the church. And at this point I was feeling very, very low. Um, I knew that I needed something, you know, and I went and I visited a church. I just sat down one day. I, I, I'm sitting, I'm listening to the message, but I was so distracted with what was going on. I was, I was in a, in a, a relationship with somebody at the time that was stressing me out. Do you guys hear me stressing me out? So I was sitting there and I'm trying to listen to the word, but I'm also distracted too at the same time with the thoughts about what he was doing and everything. And I look over to my right and who do I see? I see the wife of the man that I had been with and it shook me, you guys. It shook me because I know that I had hurt this woman. Never intentionally. I was never one of them chicks like, oh, okay, yeah, he want me more. I, I wasn't, but when I found out the first time that he was married, I should have left him alone completely. Even when he told me that, no, they're completely done. They're not together. I shouldn't have believed him. Hell, excuse me, you guys. I mean, it is. He, have, he I mean, hell is real. So I'm just going to say it. He had lied to me the first time. So I should have believed that he would lie to me another time. Right. But I was young and dumb. I was just out. I, I was. There's no excuse. It is what it is. That's my truth. OK, so what happened was I sat there and I felt this conviction in my spirit. You know, the ego in me was like, nah, you know, that's been there, done that. Because by the time this had came about, I think me and him had stopped dealing with each other. For at least like a good five, six, possibly seven years. Um, my ego was like, well, that's been there, done that, you know. And stuff, and then God sat sat in me because He knows my heart and He knows who I am and He knows I'm not that chick. He gave me the strength to do what I knew I needed to do. You know, I knew this woman didn't like me, and she had every reason not to like me. <laughs> Heck, I had dealt with her husband. Again, initially, I did not know, and once I knew that he really wasn't leaving her alone, um, when that became blatantly clear. And and I was not his and he was still he was trying to play between the two of us. I was not going to play that game because even though I struggled with self-esteem, I still knew my worth was more than being a side chick or being someone's extra. I am not an option and nor are you guys. Please know you are not an option, sir. You are not an option, lady. You are someone's chosen. Don't forget that. Okay. So I did what was right. You guys, you know, I went, I went to her and I kneeled down in front of her. I kneeled down in front of her. She was sitting in her in the pew and I said, I went down, I kneeled before her and I told her straight up, I was wrong. I was wrong. I told her, I said, I did not know about you when I initially uh, began dating him. And time grew on and I became, I, I fell in love with him and we were together for a long time. And when I found out about you, that should have been the breaks that should have been severed. It never should have came to that. I never, ever should have went back, even though he told me, regardless of what he told me, I should have left him alone. 
And I told her, I said, for every hurt that I've ever gave to you, any tear you may have cried because of me, I'm woman enough to tell you I am sorry. And I ask you to forgive me. I wasn't looking to be her friend. You know, if God carried us in that direction, he did. But I was just saying I needed to do what was right. I needed to give this woman closure and knowing that I recognized that. I recognize my part. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what needs to be. That's what needs to be done. Don't be nobody. Boy, I'm telling you, life will give you experiences, won't it? But that's why I'm saying how good God was is that not only did he. He, I went through that experience and it taught me so much. I mean, I can write a book and then another book and then another book on how many experiences just dealing with that guy gave me. And the setup. Um, and, it, and it strengthened me in knowing what to deal with, what to listen to. You know, just, you know, they could serve you some BS, but you ain't got to eat it. You know. God gave you the censors for a reason, just like, you know, so like I said, they can serve it to you. You don't have to eat it. The censors on your tongue say, uh-uh, no. The censors in your spirit tells you, uh-uh, don't believe it. And that comes with maturity and walking through processes. So, you know, he heightened my senses. I don't, I don't, that, that process was necessary for me, for my growth. And I'm very, very happy that I allowed myself to actually grow from it. Because sometimes, you know, you could go through an experience and not, not pull anything from it. I try very hard, no matter what the circumstances, good or bad, to just examine myself and examine the situation and say, what was the reason why I went through this? You know, God brought me through it for a reason. What was the reason? I don't want it. I don't want it to be futile. I don't want him to be then sent me through this or had me go through this. And then I still stay stupid enough to decide to say, oh, it just happened. There's nothing to pull from it. I don't want to walk in unknowing everything that God wants to expose to me and allow me to know I want to be able to to do that right and I hope that you guys would too oh god this this smells so good oh I just had to breathe breathe it in you guys I had to breathe it in um but no, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that and, and what ended up happening is that one of the couples, bringing it back to you guys, to, to that show, one of the couples got a little bit too close for comfort. Very first night, they were in the same room with each other. They were shown closing the door. The girl was saying, oh my God, I don't know what I didn't got myself into. You know, very flirty, very touchy with each other. Um, at the end of the, the, the season, the guy made a comment, a reference to saying that her child uh, that her husband would find out that her child was his and um, just very crass, you know, very crass. And I'm saying to myself as I'm looking at it, I'm like, why would you put your marriage through that when you could have put your marriage in God's hands? You know, just because you don't see God does not mean you don't see God. And what I mean by that is just because you don't see him moving, you have to pay, even though you don't see him in a physical sense, you got to pay attention once you start praying and giving God his glory and giving God your problems and actually giving them to him. Meaning I'm pushing it up to you, God. I'm taking my hands off of it. I'm not going to think about this anymore. I'm not going to try to figure out what direction I'm supposed to go in anymore. I'm really going to sit it at your throne and let you handle everything that it is 
because you know what's going on even more so than what I do because you see my side and you see his side and you see the truth. You see all spectrums of all avenues of my situation. So you have the best eyes to fix what's going on with my heart, what's going on in my mind, what's going on in his heart and mom and his mind so that we can come together and fix this. Hop into the next dude and asking him, okay, you know, and, and chirping in his ear about what's going on. What your dude is doing is not going to fix your situation. Nor is going to a woman and, and laying in her lap. <laughs> Samson reference. And, and telling her everything that's going on. Telling her all your deepest, darkest secrets and what's going on with you is going to rectify it. No, it's not. Because you were, you, you took a wife. You took a wife. You said I do to your wife. You said I do to your husband. If you're going to lay in someone's lap and try to figure something out, it should be your husband's or your wife's. Outsiders can't tell you about how to fix your inside when they don't know the whole scope of what the inside is. That is why I said, where do you allow God to come in? You know... And, I, and I'm not saying that you can't talk to your friends. I'm not saying that at all, people. You know, EC4G, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Because everybody needs to be, you know, it can be therapeutic. But I'm saying there should be a limit to how much you expose those that you know to the inside interworkings of your marriage, the inner workings of your marriage. There's only so much you should expose them to. And And when you do... And Lord, forgive me. The, one of the most important things that I can say to you guys is, is that when you do talk, don't talk bashing. Don't talk with the objective of trying to get them to side with you because you're you're going to color it in a way that it may the picture may not necessarily be. Get your therapy, you know, just even if it's no more than just saying, you know, I'm going through some frustrations with um, Carla or I'm going through some frustrations with Hakeem, you know, and and. You know, just pray for us, you know, but all your deepest, darkest concerns in regards to your marriage, you need to go in your prayer closet. You need to sit in your car. If you need to scream, scream and talk to God and let him know what it is and let him fix that. Don't be taking that to somebody else, especially a complete stranger. They went to complete strangers and talk to them about what's going on. And and it, to me, that's just not that's not. That's not the way to go. You're opening yourself up. And, and you know, thank God for um, they still had issues. But, you know, a lot of couples, they tried to work through their issues and everything and praise God for that. However, you look. The enemy is constantly looking for an entrance way in. You know what I'm saying? He's always trying to look for a way in. He's always trying to find the time. Or, you, I mean, you got to stay on guard 24-7, seven, seven days a week, 365 days in the year, 366 on, you know, with leap. But I'm saying you have to stay on guard constantly because he's always looking for avenues. Don't give him no avenues. You sit up there chirping to somebody else, you know, is going to give them an avenue. You know, I remember it was one time um, at my husband's prior job, you know, he didn't, he... 
I don't even think, I don't think we were going through anything at that time. We were just, you know, he would, he had these female uh, co-workers and they thought he was cute. I, I peaked game from the beginning. You know what I'm talking about, you guys? Every woman knows what I'm talking about. You know before your man knows half the time when there's a woman and she's just a little bit too friendly or when she says something and your guard instantly goes up. And, you know, sometimes your man could be totally blind and not have a clue and just think that she's being nice. Same thing with me. A guy could be flirting outright with me all up, just letting me know this is this is what he wants. And I will not know it. I'm so laser focused on. <clears throat> I'm so laser focused on my husband and my ministry, this ministry that God has gifted me with and my children. Honest to God, somebody could be trying to get at me and I won't I won't pick up on it. And my husband would have to be like, yeah, he was or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even pick it up. Same thing with him. And you just, you got to stay guard because these these women or these I hate to say females because it sounds so degrading. But I'm saying females, not in a degrading sense. I'm saying it in a mentality sense, these females, because we were born female. As babies, we are female. So if you never grow up out of that baby state of mind, you're still a female. There's a time when you need to grow from being a female to being a woman. And if you are recognizing that this man is promised to another woman, even if he is not acting like he's promised to another woman. Respect yourself enough to not to not move in that direction. Now, my husband was just having conversations with female and male co coworkers and everything, but I just noticed that some some of the comments that the women would say when they would all be in a huddle talking was comments that was letting them know, "Huh, you could get it if you want it." And when I brought it to his attention, you know, he did what he had to do um, as far as like keeping his distance, but. Yeah, you got to constantly stay aware and on guard with that because if he had took a different approach, once I let him know what was going on, what was up and everything, if he had took a different approach and continued to do the conversations with them and, you know, um, allowed them to say the little flirtatious things that they kept saying that was totally inappropriate, um, it could have went in another direction, especially because when me and my husband, when we have our little quarrels when we have our little arguments and stuff i mean we go hard both of us we we <laughs> i got mouth and he got mouth too and and we be going at it and everything we getting better at that you guys and, and saints please continue to pray for us <laughs> continue to pray with us on that um but yeah um you never know what could have happened you know and i just thought that that was just very that show was just crazy to me, and I'm probably going to expound upon that at a different time. Like I said, that 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 in particular, I really wanted to be able to kind of like bounce bounce conversation off uh, with my husband in regards to that. But um, <clears throat> he's taking he's uh, holding down the fort with the kiddos right now, so that I could actually be able to do this. Ooh, it feels like my throat is going hoarse. You guys, forgive me. So then it was another thing that he had actually sourced. He had actually found. You guys. And excuse me for not being able to give you guys the information as far as the name of the the the, the clip he had watched. But it was a clip that he had watched where it was a group of people, I think maybe about 
six or seven. Oh, they were sitting in, in like a semicircle and they were talking. It was crazy. Do you hear me? It was crazy. They were sitting and all of them were talking about how to cheat and, and what's appropriate cheating. What the heck is appropriate cheating? Can someone please tell me this? What is appropriate cheating? What is a, a good way or a compassionate way to cheat? That is lunacy to me. Lunacy. These, these, and, and the thing that baffled me even more is, and I know this sounds very, this sounds very off, but two of the main people that were talking were two women that were sitting in the middle and they're talking about how one woman is saying that, yes, yeah, she cheats all the time on her, her dude. I think she's married. I think, I think she said she was married, that she cheats all the time on her dude. However, she feels like it's, it's okay and she would never tell her her do she not that I'm gonna stop not that I, I had a, a indiscretion I feel apologetic for it I'll never do it again hey you guys side note ain't this cute I'm sorry you guys like I said podcast family I'm YouTubing right now too so um, I was just showing them the little instance holder that I have I just love tribal stuff and you know um Stuff that creates a vibe for me, you know, so, um, and that's one of them. But anyway, back on subject, I'm listening to this, uh, these, these, this woman and she's like, you know, not that she's not going to cheat anymore. She made a mistake. She's just simply saying that she would never tell her husband because she feels like it's the compassionate way to go about things that she would never want to hurt him. And she knows that him knowing that she's cheating and messing around would hurt him. Well, how about just not cheating? How about that? How about just not doing it? If you already know going into a situation that it would hurt the person that you deem yourself to love, why the heck do it? Why would you do it? Especially if you're married. Why would you do it? Why would you create a situation where you're going to hurt someone that you say that you love and it could be totally avoidable? And why are you looking for another man's penis to give you what your husband's penis should be doing? You should, and, 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 and I'm speaking on a sexual sense, but I'm saying even mentally, you can mentally cheat, you can physically cheat, you can emotionally cheat. All of it is still under the, uh, under the guise, uh, under the line of cheating, you guys. Why in the heck would you say, okay, it's cool as long as I don't tell them about it. And then the other woman was saying that, no, she would tell them because then at least that gives them an option and it's, you know, uh, that's the, that's the nice way to do it. That when she cheats, she just is forthcoming with it. Okay. Answer me this, you guys, real talk. Answer me this. If you are going to cheat, what's the point of being in a relationship? What's the point of being in a relationship? If you get to a stage where, and I know, I know you know, that, you know, relationships are hard and, and, and you go through stuff with each other. You love each other so, so incredibly much, but you're going through stuff and everything. But like I said, stepping to the next person is never going to solve the problem. It's going to add to the problem. It's going to F with your mind more. It's going to F with your heart more. It's going to lead to confusion. Where is confusion? What is confusion? God is not confusion. God is very clear in everything he says and does and everything his word says and does. So God is not of confusion. So if you are in a place of confusion, what is that? Where is that coming from? You know, I just don't understand it, you guys. I don't, I don't understand 
while you would knowingly choose to hurt the person that you're with, while you would knowingly choose to want to give your body to somebody else when you've already promised it to, to, to the person that you're with. You know, I just don't understand it. And and maybe you guys, you guys tell me, tell me if you guys understand, you know, leave in my message what you got in my messages. Tell me, you know, you YouTubers, you got leave in the description. Tell me, tell me what is compassionate cheating? What the heck is that? Because I don't understand it. Cheating is cheating is cheating is cheating. All of it hurts like All of it would hurt like a stubbed toe in the middle of the night at the edge of your bed. All of it will hurt. So why do it? If you feel like you want to cheat, if this thing got so, if you are lusting that hard for anybody, then love the person that you would enough to, to either walk away or be honest with them and let them know where your head is at. And then you guys sit down and figure out a way to work through it, but don't do it. You know, don't do it. I, that's my personal opinion. It's just, it's not worth it. The drama, like, why would you set yourself up for that type of drama, yo? Like, why would you turn around and you do something like that and then they find out and then you got to deal with the hurt that they have and then you got to deal with the arguing and you got to deal with God willing, hopefully not the physical, but you know, sometimes it goes there. There's people that are resting in their graves right now because a situation went left. When it shouldn't, when it should have just stayed right. You know what I'm talking about? Why even set yourself up for the what could happen? It makes, it's just, it's just, it's just, you guys help me understand how, how to track that. How that, how cheating is compassionate is okay. As long as the person don't finds out or either as long as the person don't finds out or as long as you're honest with them about it. How is that acceptable? Either way, how is that except? Oh my goodness, Greg! You guys, I'm getting pumped. I'm getting, I'm getting off on it because I'm telling you, I wish, I wish. Do you hear me? I wish my husband would come to me and be like, "Oh, you know, I cheated." However, I'm telling you because I love you and I respect you. You know, I'm gonna keep doing it, but I love you. That kind of reminds me of that. Um, baby boy scene you know when he was talking to talking to the one jody was talking to uh what was her name in the movie oh how could i forget this movie i listen i'll watch that movie so many times i don't even know but he was talking to his girlfriend and he was saying to her you know yeah i cheated girl i cheated but i love you i love you them other girls you know i was just you know basically i was just boning but you know i lie to you because i love you like what the How about love me enough to keep your penis in your pants? How about that? How about love me enough to keep your 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 lady parts just for my eyes only? How about that? Why 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 has it become so bomb? And I know I'm old school saying bomb. I don't think nobody says that no more and I don't even usually say it, but I said it here. Why is it becoming the standard to be side chicks? side sirs why is it becoming the standard to cheat why is it things that are of moral ground as far as being faithful being loyal being committed 
being solid with the person that you with. Why is that becoming the taboo? Why is that becoming the, oh, we don't talk about that. That ain't nothing to glamorize. And coming up with side chick days is what's supposed to be what's up. Why? Why? Because for me, I always wanted, I knew, I knew I had goals for myself. Now, when I was younger, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a singer. When I was in high school, I wanted to be a psychologist. Once I became an adult, as I am now, and I've oh, and I wanted to be a writer. God blessed me to become a novelist, and I am still pursuing that on a regular, you know, when I can find time. But he allowed me to not push one book out, but two books out. Okay, and then he put it in my spirit and, and convicted me that no, yes, I gifted you with these abilities. However, go and be an evangelist for me. Go and talk about my goodness, and that's what I do now, and I love it. I would not have any other uh, the passion that I have for God, the passion that I have for Christ. It doesn't compare to anything, anyone, right? But I did know, aside of what I wanted to do in life as far as like my, my career and everything, I always knew that I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be a mother. And I know that's not everybody's journey. I'm not passing judgment. But I am saying, who as a child says, oh, I want to be a side chick. I want to be a side chick. Who says that? Who as a child says, yeah, I just want to be the 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 guy that dicks you down and leaves and never learns what it means to love a woman, never understands the beauty and the richness that a woman brings to my life, always move by myself and always alone and never be able to have someone that's by my side that I know is going to rock with me to the day that I'm in the grave. Why would you choose that over the richness that someone loving you brings? You know, we weren't put here. To just rock this life out alone. We were put here. For connection. And for enriching God's kingdom. Why why would you choose to want to walk alone. Through life. And just be. Oh, okay. And I know. Okay. I know I'm probably going to get some comments off of this. I'm just speaking the truth from mine. And, and, it, and if it sounds judgmental. Please accept my apologies. Because I don't judge anybody. I'm not in a place to judge anybody. I'm no better than anybody else. I've said this on plenty of podcasts. I've said this on plenty of messages. I do not sit myself in a chair any higher than anybody else's. I'm just simply saying I want you all to receive the love. Not just from your mate, but for yourself that you deserve. You know what I'm talking about? And I ain't I'm not just saying you, you can you can be you can be fine. You could be wonderful standing on your own. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. Before I married my husband, I was a single mother and I was keyword single and I was totally rocking in my single. Do you understand me? I was I was happy like I said I was happy. I was doing my thing. And when I say thing, I don't mean doing Tom, Dick, and Harry. I mean, I was doing my thing as a woman of Christ. I was walking. Do you hear me? And I was happy. 
So much so that, you know, I had people tell me they just saw a glow around me and didn't even know where the heck it was coming from. I know where it was coming from. Thank you, God. You know, there's nothing wrong with being alone. But there is something to ponder on when you choose when if you want to be alone, have at it. But don't shortchange yourself out of being able to receive love. And to accept the love of who you are within yourself by allowing somebody else to cheapen the experience of you by only categorizing you as worthy enough to be someone they call in, in the middle of the night or someone that they call when their person of significance is away. You better than that. All God's people are better than that. We we are all made in his image. And I ain't never seen nowhere in the word where Jesus walked that walk. So I have been chatting enough. I could go on. I could go on. I could go on because um, I'm liking Freestyle Friday. Shoot, I may, I may make this a more regular thing, you know. But <clears throat> you guys, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe to uh, EC4G Life. The podcast is EC4G Thoughts and Expression. Every creation for God. That is what we are. Um, and uh, tell people about this, you know. But remember, you're not a option. You are a choice. And your friends can't do what God can. So when you're going through troubles, put God in it and tell him to answer. Don't go look, don't go outsourcing God's job. Okay. And that's a word. I'm going to leave it at that. My EC4G family, you guys have a blessed and positive and prosperous weekend. Um, for a lot of kids is, is spring break coming up this week. So you, you know, outside of your jobs, please try to enjoy the little week vacation that you have been blessed to have. Until we meet again, I will be back with you guys on Monday morning. So check it out. All right. Until then, peace and blessings to you all. And um, bye. Love y'all. Now, before you guys go, here's a little mo. Hi, beautiful people. I just wanted to stop in and remind you guys to check out my website, www.ec4gcreations.com. It's full of apparel. And like I said, anytime you put it on, it's discipleship in each wear without ever having to speak a word. Check that out. It's a lot of things, not just clothing, that is available. Check it out today. Like, share, and support, please. Until next time, love y'all. Bye.